to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with all my book releases, book schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special episode. It's a Reunion 2020 episode where I invite back guests that did so well in the first episode, I wanted to talk to them again. Uh, so today I have in line uh, Joshua Cano, who is founder and strategist over at Cano & Associates. Uh, Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back. So I'm excited to get into uh, what uh, into bandwidth goals and what that means for you. And we're going to go a little bit further. I know the audience is already saying bandwidth goals. Have I heard of this? Um, so we're going to get into that. But I do. I don't want to assume that everybody listening to this um, uh, heard your first episode. So first off, let's just start with what you're doing as founder and head strategist over at Cano and Associates. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about the business, please. Sure, no problem. So. Um, uh, Right now, we're a, a small group of, of strategists who are helping companies with primarily three um, pieces of the puzzle, and that's for uh, you know earlier stage businesses and, and medium stage companies, and, and on occasion uh, larger ones. But the larger ones usually just falls into a business unit uh, with product architecture help, uh, so acting as a product manager for software, uh, and in one case, a hardware um, company. Uh, go-to-market strategy for marketing a, a new product or service and, and how that product market fits together, right? Are they, you know, they're kind of designing what they need to do and what people are really asking for because sometimes entrepreneurs have a desire and <laughs> the world has a different one. So we help kind of get those goals aligned. Uh, and then inevitably, both of those uh, pieces of the puzzle also uh, usually line up towards some uh, distinct help with capital raising, uh, and, and helping companies, um, you know, retrofit what they have as an opportunity so that investors understand, you know, why they're different, why they're amazing, and, and why they need money now. And so what are the, um, you know, we're going to get into a couple other things, but what are the right type of or niches that you like working with in, type, in terms of types of clients, just so that people listening have an idea? Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> we spend a lot of time in software and, and mobile uh, security in particular, just because we're located in Washington, D.C., so that's a, a discipline that, that all of us have, uh, or many of us, I should say, whether whether we want it or not, right? This is the cyber <laughs> capital of the, of the world. And um, uh, and then uh, on the on the flip side, as far as other verticals that, that, you know, we see and that we've been working with, I mean, we've worked with companies in the wine space, we've worked with companies, you know, entering uh, new domains like uh, like cannabis and hemp, which is now becoming like the, everybody's favorite uh, new type of business want to run or, or operate. Uh, but again, most of our discipline is in the software uh, and hardware space uh, for B2B SaaS businesses, on occasion some larger B2C consumer opportunities, and then B2B2C, which are kind of the tweener in between both of those categories. Mm. Um, let's uh, let's switch it up a bit, Josh. I want to get into sure. um, your concept of uh, bandwidth goals. First off, let's let's uh, define that, please. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, part of this is is um, uh, as a you know a, a consultant and, and consultative services company for for other businesses, 
very often times we see them wanting to achieve, you know, a specific goal or a specific set of goals. And, you know, we do the best we can to, to kind of help them and, and um, you know, and architect that, that achievement of those goals. And I don't know, more than 90% of the time we help them, we help them achieve, uh, achieve that and we get calls back to do more work, which is great. But, but part of the problem in doing that, both from an estimating standpoint, is usually we have to go in and, and kind of give them uh, a, a level set of, right, your goal is this, but this is what the world looks like. And this is actually maybe a more realistic, attainable goal for you. And that doesn't mean always backing away from a very hard or challenging opportunity or, or setting a high bar. It just means inevitably they've kind of guessed wrong, right, to some mm. extent, like where they they put the pin on the map as their achievable goal and what they think success or execution should look like at the end may or may not be right. It may be driven by other forces, investors, you know, competitors, uh, internal conversations, you know, whatever the desires are of the entrepreneur. So uh, I say all that to say what we've, what we've inevitably shifted to is a way to talk to companies about having a bandwidth of success, right? The top, the bottom, the middle, and some likely outcome that's that's in between, and that really it's not about them or or not that their company's great or amazing. It's just that there are larger macro influences that are going to be probably changing and shifting on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And so it's probably a lot easier to manage your team and manage the expectations, and of course manage success when you have a bandwidth rather than a specific dot on the map. And if you don't hit it, then you know the world ends, right? Why do you think um, um, organizations at time, because, you know, there's people listening right now, and they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That sounds good, but but that doesn't apply to us. So why do you think uh, sometimes well, – oh, right. Um, why do you think yeah, businesses – never made. Um, Exactly. And and not us either over here, by the way, at Money Matters Top Tips, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> sure. So that, um, why do you think sometimes um, businesses are kind of – Stuck in that old pattern? Is it a is it a lack of knowledge thing? Is that a, I mean I mean because you what you say it right now it just makes sense it's pretty obvious but why do you think businesses are stuck in that old pattern and kind of continually his, missing that mark um, and with this old with that old method? Sure. So I think the paradigm is in a lot of cases whether it's a company that has a board or doesn't have a board or has a set of advisors mm-hmm. or doesn't have a set of advisors, sort of irrelevant right those are just titles mm-hmm. for a group of people who are who are kind of outlaying what they think success is supposed to be. And then they give that information to the people who are actually doing the tactical work on the ground. And, of course, when they get it, there's always a disconnect with reality because the person mm-hmm. driving the goals and the aspirations for, for what success is supposed to look like are not actually in the trenches actually doing the work nine times out of ten. And it's created businesses that have tried to then map that better where they think like, oh, let's run a flat office or let's like run an open office environment where everybody, you know, sits in the same room and everybody's now discovering that that actually isn't more productive. Um, and, and they're trying to make it so that they can, they can map direct goals with direct outcomes, but nothing in life in any form, whether it's raising a family, getting an education, mm-hmm. you know, planning your life, usually ever works out that way. And that's why we have all of this, you know, legal ease and paperwork along with our lives as backup for when things go wrong. We just don't seem to do that in business because we want attainable goals that we understand. It's easier for humans to kind of get behind. Okay, great. We're going to double our sales next year. 
right? Well, how are you going to do that? Like, what, how do you know that that's actually going to happen? So it's kind of like being a futurist <laughs> uh, for your business and making these, these maybe not necessarily uh, attainable goals. And instead of having a bandwidth with which you can work with and live with, right, uh, given, again, extemporaneous things that are out of your control, uh, outcomes, that make it a lot easier for you to manage. And I just think it's, it's based on an older principle of how things were done. We're going to build 10 shoe, you know, 10 pairs of shoes and we're going to sell all 10. It, it doesn't really work that way. Demand is changed uh, on, the, on the consumption side. And so it makes it much harder to kind of guess. What is a um, what is and, and again this is a this is a broad question and I don't expect you to get it all but I would like if you don't mind just what is one kind of tip something achievable something low that's low hanging fruit that any business owner right now listening to this can do to change up their process to um, operate more in the alignment of um, of bandwidth goals. Sure, I think probably the 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 first thing is to you know you don't need to do this across every aspect of your business. You know, pick an area where you feel like there's experimentation, right, some flexibility within the, the uh, opportunity to fail and to get something wrong, right, and, and to maybe even to allow that to happen, right, because we learn a lot more when that occurs than we do when we're just having success and everything is going wildly well. Um, and, 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 and understand, you know, what the attributes were for what went wrong. Or even in your existing lines of business, when you estimate and you feel like you're fairly confident about what the outcomes are going to be, when they don't happen, take vigorous notes as to what occurred along the way that, that kind of failed or that didn't help you meet those goals. Or if you flew well past them and you were sandbagging and your, your attainable goals for what you thought were were literally like you know, 100% less than what you ended up with, then what were you missing from an elements perspective to kind of fail in your estimate, even if you, even if you, as Silicon Valley likes to say, you failed up <laughs> in that mm -hmm. regard, right? You, <laughs> you did better and outperformed on the way up, or you were making mistakes, but it didn't matter. You were growing so quickly. It still is important to, to identify what, you know, what kind of happened and to, and to go back and to, and to review it. And uh, when I've had, clients or when we've had clients that took the time to go back and do some self-examination at the end of the year, review it with the board and elsewise, they make decisions a lot differently. And it is helping to create this kind of bandwidth outcome. That's awesome. Um, so Josh, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Cano and Associates or to connect with you and your team, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Sure. Um, I, I prefer, you know, maybe a slight shift in, in how I used to do things before, um, but I prefer social media contact first just so I have a, another way to directly connect with uh, a potential opportunity, a client. Uh, so Twitter, LinkedIn uh, are great. Um, they can watch the TED Talk I did on YouTube or some of the interviews I've had with my university on Vimeo. Uh, any of those mechanisms are, are, are fine. Facebook is, as well. Uh, and then you know, we, we would take them through a normal process to, to, get, to get started. But I, usually getting some social interaction with first tells me a lot more about whether or not we can even help. That's awesome. 
Um, well, hey, Josh, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your um, background and uh, all the great work that you're doing over at Canoan Associates. And let's uh, let's leave those handles. Um, let's leave those handles just to make sure because people are driving in their car. They're like, okay, connect on Twitter. Let's let's leave those social media handles for us. Uh, sure. Okay. So uh, it would be uh, twitter.com slash uh, my first initial last name, Jay Cano. Uh, same thing for LinkedIn, same thing for Facebook. Uh, uh, the YouTube I, I, uh, video for, for the TED Talk, if you just put my name, Josh Locano, into, into Google, it'll, it'll come up as well as, as the Vimeo talk that I did at, at my alma mater. And I'll, and I'll be back at my alma mater in March, again, uh, uh, helping the students do the same thing. Fantastic. Well, hey, Josh, again, appreciate you coming on the show. And to the audience, thank you for tuning in, as always. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, don't forget, uh, leave me a, a review on the Apple iTunes store. Share this with your friends, your family. Um, do all those things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Josh, thank you. Thank you so much, Adam, and happy new decade. 